Hey guys, this is Francis, and welcome to As You Wish, where we explore one line from one verse of the book, Vashishta's Yoga. It's going to be an exciting ride. Here we go. So I'm calling this one Birth Wish. This is part three, chapters 19 and 20. And where we are in the story is Leela and Sarasvati have been having a conversation about what is real and unreal. And so Sarasvati tells Leela a story to explain this a little further. She tells her the story of Vashishta and his wife Arundhati. So the story of Vashishta and his wife Arundhati, Vashishta is a sage, and she makes sure to mention not, not the famous one, another one. And during his lifetime, he saw the processions of kings and thought, wow, that would be so cool to be a king. And he had this thought over and over again throughout his lifetime. When he passed, his wife, Arundhati, asked the same thing of Sarasvati that Leela did. She asked that her husband's spirit not leave her house. And so her wish was granted. And so Arundhati and Vashishta had the same arrangement that Leela and her husband had. And what Sarasvati then tells Leela is, guess what? This is actually you guys. Your husband, who was a king, in his prior existence, was a sage who wished he was a king. And the whole concept is sort of trying to explain this idea that if you have a wish in your lifetime, like long enough, it's kind of alluding to reincarnation a little bit, I think, that, um, you know, that what you wish may actually somehow come to pass, maybe not even in this lifetime. So that's where we are in the story. Here's the quote. Death is but waking from a dream. Birth, which arises from a wish, is no more real than the wish, like waves in a mirage. The takeaway, three things. Number one, be baffled. It's okay. Number two, true or false. And number three, ride the wave. So, Number one, let me uh, elaborate a little bit. Number one, be baffled. It's okay. So I am so excited to be able to have taken a neuroscience class. And the more I learn about the body, the more amazing I realize it is. And this thing about being baffled and it being okay, I realize is that when we learn, our brain kind of has to be baffled a little bit. And literally while you sleep, your your mind sort of organizes things and sort of figures things out. So as far as being baffled and, and feeling frustrated by it, it kind of brings a whole new light on like welcoming that feeling of being just like totally like what? <laughs> and just realizing, oh yeah, this is how it works. My brain has got to take in the information. I've got to digest it, right? And then it's all going to look better in the morning. Uh, as uh, Scarlett O'Hara said in Gone with the Wind, tomorrow is another day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just have to look forward to that and realize it's all going to be better in the morning. That's number one. Number two, true or false. So Sarasvati says, on the account of ignorance and delusion, all of this seems to take place in the infinite consciousness. So what she's talking about is, as she's explaining to Leela, when you realize these different states and places, you can only kind of be in your own reality 
pretty much as, as a regular human being, right? Because our awareness sort of like doesn't allow us to see all of this other otherness, right? So remember that there are three divisions of space, the psychological space, the physical space, and the infinite space of consciousness. And Sarasvati is saying that you can connect with the infinite space of consciousness if you like meditate and she sort of helped Leela get into like a, a, a very advanced state of meditation where she could kind of hook into that feeling and awareness. So just a reminder about the three divisions of space. So what I love about this and why I'm thinking about this whole thing as like true or false is at the end of this little phrase here, Sarasvati says, you may regard this as true or false. And I love that it is up to us to decide what makes sense to us and what feels true to us. You know, each person is their own individual and and you're going to hear a lot of stories about a lot of different things, but you have to really come back to you and your own heart and you're allowed to decide if it's true or false. This reminds me of my mentor, Mukunda Stiles and his teachings. And he's actually the inspiration for me going on this journey and and exploring the Yoga Vashishta. Remember, he had read the Yoga Vashishta seven times in his spiritual practice by the time I met him. And I just felt like I was so amazed at the wisdom that he shared, you know, and and I want to learn more. And so one thing that Mukunda always said was, you have to do your own exploration. That exploration then brings you to where you can actually be of more service to others. So I think that he's talking also about finding your own true and false. And so I love that about him, that he sort of expressed that. There's no, like, you should do this, and this is the right way. It's, what do you think? Does it feel true to you? Listen to your heart. Is it true or false to you? So that's number two. And number three, ride the wave. So as I was listening to this and thinking about waves in a mirage as uh, part of what we're kind of taking into this awareness, my thought was ride the wave. And it reminded me of a Pema Chodron story that she talks about tigers above and tigers below. So just briefly, the story that Pema Chodron shared, tigers above, tigers below. So in this story, there's a woman and she's running away from tigers. And she sees at the edge of a cliff that there's a vine hanging down. So she thinks she's going to find her way to safety. So she climbs down the vine. And so now she's kind of dangling from this cliff, like clinging to the cliff, you know, from this vine. And then she realized there are also tigers below. Wow. (laughs) That stinks. The next thing that she realizes is, oh, also you know what, there seems to be a little mouse that's sort of gnawing away at the vine. Okay, so this is where she finds herself, this woman. She's, she's got tigers above, tigers below, and not only that, there's a mouse gnawing away at the vine. And this is, I think, where we find ourselves. at Pema Chodron talks about the big squeeze. Like oftentimes in life, like things just get like like gnarly like that, you know? I think we've been, maybe we've been, you can remember a situation you've been in where you've, you've, you've been in that big squeeze. Now, the next thing she says is that also there's a, a little clump of grass like on this kind of cliffside and that has fresh strawberries growing out of it. And what she says is what the woman does next is she just reaches over and grabs a strawberry and then she just enjoys it. And I think that even if we're in the middle of a big squeeze, 
we got to just enjoy what we can when we can, you know, because this is life. You know, as my mom would say, tomorrow is promised to no one. And so if you find yourself in the situation, tigers above, tigers below, mouse gnawing at the vine, reach over, grab that berry, and just find whatever you can focus on that just fills you with joy, that you can be grateful for. I know there are things that you can find like that. And just those are your strawberries. Just enjoy them, eat them. That is it. And so in that way, you know, this waves in a mirage that we're living in, we can just ride the wave. And that's what we can do. So that's the takeaway. Be baffled. It's okay. True or false, it's up to you. And ride the wave. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of the Yoga Vashishta. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you can get the next episode as soon as it comes out. We'll see you next time. Bye.